You're listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. You work so hard to build up your practice, and then you constantly dream of selling it. But what's it really worth? Is it worth anything? What is the value of a medical practice? Welcome to the Business of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Kaskill. Joining me today is Mike Ryan. Mr. Ryan founded Medical Mergers Group in 1991 and has helped thousands of medical practices improve their operations, determine the market value of their practice, and guide them through the journey of a merger or acquisition. Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's great to be here today. So does every doctor need to have their practice valued? It can be helpful just to have a good sense of, of what value you have in your practice. A lot of doctors think there's, there's little to no value, but there can be good value in it. They really need evaluation just to kind of understand what that value is worth. You know, besides just equipment, that's all I can really think of that adds value besides patients, which, which I thought were just considered goodwill. Right, but it's not because what you have is you have, you know, a practice that's established and they have nice cash flow, and what we're valuing is the cash flow and the new doctor that takes over the practice is stepping into an organization that's practice that's set up for them and they can really, you know, go with it as opposed to starting one up, which, you know, you have to find an office manager. Right. And, so yeah. you're buying a pre-existing business. Exactly. Exactly. With revenues and perhaps hopefully profits. Exactly. And you're just, you know, when you, especially if you're starting out and if you're, you're a young doctor at 35 and you're you're buying out buying into a practice for the first time you need that guidance you, you need some infrastructure around you cuz you've never been a business owner and let's face it as a as a medical practice you are a business owner and it, it's a whole new discipline from the, the what you've been trained as practicing medicine so there's definitely value in doing it right. my interest in valuing my practice would be for the opportunity to a know what I'm worth to give me some sense of whether or not I've accomplished anything in my life, and B, if I was to sell it to somebody. So let's go through a hypothetical, if if we may. I know it will not be accurate, but let's say, for example, you have a three-man group, and that three-man group brings in revenues of $2 million right. each year. Profits, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really know what the profit is because there really is no profit because everyone's paid off. In terms of at the end of the year, everybody's salary kind of covers everything. So there's really nothing, there's no, nothing left at the end of the year. So, you know, I'm throwing that curveball to you. Do you value a practice at one times revenue, two times revenue, three times revenue? How does a medical practice get valued versus saying just buying a, uh, like a business when it gets bought on the stock market? Sure. Sure. No, it's a great question. A great analogy, actually. And the first thing I want to point out in your scenario is is a trend you're seeing, you know, especially over the last ten years, to more of a three doctor practice versus the the traditional practice, especially ten twenty years ago, where it was more one practitioner. With one doctor, your value does increase by size. So the old joke, size matters. I mean, it really applies here. Your value is going to increase by size. You have more substance to this practice. It doesn't depend on just one doctor because there's three doctors in this practice. So that's a couple big keys here. And that's why I always encourage today partnerships in medical practices. As far as the fact that there's no profit, you'd be surprised as you go in, to, as we go in and we do a simple valuation can determine this, and it's a very inexpensive valuation. 
you can go in and determine what is a true profit of this business if it were a standalone business with employees as opposed to the doctors just taking you know all the money out through various sources through salary or whatever means they take it out so there definitely would be value okay so let's say there's a profit of $200,000 10% of revenues is profit so again, how do we value that practice for sale? What is it valued at? What multiple? Is it a multiple of revenue or is it a multiple of profits to sell it? When we do evaluation, we do it three different ways. We look at a multiple of sales. We look at a multiple of what's called EBITDA or adjusted EBITDA. And that's basically a fancy way of saying how much, not net income, but how much true cash is this business throwing off or practice throwing off. And the third thing we look at is what is the potential of this practice? Is this a practice that really has potential to go from two million to ten million? You know, is the next doctor that maybe the next doctor is buying in? He's going to be the fourth doctor. It's going to be able to add new services to really grow this thing. So, the the third methodology is called discounted cash flow, and it's kind of where we look into the future and say what is the potential for this practice. And then, based on the future, we determine what is the value today. So to get right to, you know, multiple, the old saying was one-time sales. But that really is going to depend on, on how well the, you know, the, all the variables of a practice. So it's not as simple as saying just one-time, you know, revenue anymore. If you've just joined us, you're listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Kaskill. I'm talking today with Mike Ryan, founder of Medical Mergers Group. We're trying to figure out how to value a practice appropriately. Mike, what about a practice with no assets? Is there such a thing? And then how do you value that? Yeah, absolutely. And and I can give you a true scenario. I, I recently just handled the evaluation. A doctor, unfortunately, had passed away. And literally all that was left to the practice, it happened to be a psychiatric practice, all that was left were the, the, the charts, you know, to the practice. Of course, no assets. So a young doctor came in who was, in the typical scenario, this doctor was in his 70s, and, and the, the typical buyer is about 35. And he came in and said, hey, here's an opportunity. I'm 35 years old. First of all, I don't have a lot of money. And he bought it from the estate, from the wife. It gave him a chance to come in with, you know, with no relationships in this community and no patients, and he literally could just work those charts, and he was able to salvage a lot of those charts. So there was huge value in in what he did, as opposed to this 35-year-old doctor trying to set up shop and create so what did he pay for the no-asset practice? In this case, he paid a pretty nice price. It was a really good practice. The practice was like 30, 40 years old, and he got in there quickly, which was good. So the charts, you know, the patients, your analogy is exactly true, and they, you can't let those charts go too long. He was able to get in there in about three months afterwards. What we had to do in that scenario was what I described as my third in methodology, discounted cash flow, we looked to the kind of future and said, hey, what is the potential of this practice? What did it do under the old doctor? And look at the charts and look at what you can pick up here. And so we looked at to the future and we came back and said, hey, here's the value of these charts and, and of you coming in and salvaging 70% of those patients. So what was the magic number, Mike? I know you keep avoiding that number. <laughs> 
This one was, you know, it was probably probably around 50% of historical revenue, something like that. Let's say I hire Mike Ryan to come in to value my practice. What will you charge me to value it? And then what would you charge me to shop it around? First of all, 95% of the time, and this is really important for your listeners to understand, 95% of the time, all you need is a very, very simple valuation. It's very inexpensive. You know, we charge $750. That is pretty inexpensive. That's all you need. You don't need a six, seven, eight thousand dollar valuation, which everybody's going to try to sell you. Most of our valuations are geared towards today's scenario, the buy-in and buy-outs. So many doctors are being bought out because they want to retire or they're bringing in, you know, doctors to be the third or fourth or fifth doctor in the practice. And that's all you need is that $750 valuation. It's very, very simple. It gets right to the number you need. It would clean up the financials to show exactly where you should be. In 5% of the cases, you need a much more complicated valuation. And, and the easy way to think about that is if there's any kind of legal scenario, do your, do your classic divorce, estate practice, for state. So if I call you tomorrow, Mike, say I'd like uh, an evaluation, it's going to be $750. Or does, you know, do you have to send somebody out? Am I, am I paying their travel costs, hotel costs, or is it all done email and electronically? No, that's a great question, and a lot of doctors think we, we need to come out. We do have offices in, throughout the country, but there's just absolutely no reason to come out. Unfortunately, most practices have very, very few assets. I was talking to a doctor the other day, and he said, Mike, do you need to come out? And I said, well, you really don't have a lot of assets there. There's no reason to come out. Why spend the money to appraise those assets? And he's like, yeah, he goes, I think about it. He goes, I've got some old paintings. I've been in practice 35 years, and i got some old couches. And there's not much here. So the answer to your question is it's there's absolutely no reason to. 750 all day. 750 is it. There's just no reason to spend more money. Mike, besides young doctors getting into practice, about 10 years ago, hospitals were buying up practices like they were going out of style, and uh, they were doing it defensively, and obviously it didn't really work. So have they kind of shied away from buying practices, or have they, is the pendulum swinging back so they're doing it again? That's an interesting question. In about the last 12 months, I have seen some scenarios where some hospitals are coming in and looking at practices again. Now, generally, they're coming in and looking at bigger practices. Like I had a, I have a practice I'm working with right now. It's a specialist, and they're, they're more in like $20 million in sales uh, in patient revenue. So I'm seeing a little bit of activity there again, but certainly nothing like we saw 10 years ago. Is it in my best interest to, to merge my practice first with another group? I mean, all that really does is increase the sale price, but... If it's still one times revenue, the m- amount that ends up in my pocket is the same as if I was to sell it for the size it is now. True or false? I would definitely either merge with other practices. It occasionally happens. I don't see that very often. I'm seeing more today where there's two doctors or one doctor, and he's bringing in the second doctor, the third doctor, and fourth doctor. With a practice with four doctors, first of all, you have a better standard of living. That's the scenario you're seeing. You know, you're they're bringing in three, four doctors. the The infrastructure costs of a medical practice have gone up so much. You know, you can't. You know, you need such a support staff, 
and for one doctor to support that support staff, it just doesn't work. I can look if a doctor, if there's three or four doctors, and that's why I've kind of avoided your question a little bit about multiples because in a three or four doctor practice, their margins are better because they have, you know, they're kind of sharing the resources and the infrastructure that they need. Where one doctor needs so much. To wrap things up, we're about out of time. It's my understanding that bigger is better. More doctors, the better. Better chance of getting a nicer price when you sell your practice and also a better way of having an improved quality of life. So on that note, I'd like to thank our guest, Mike Ryan, founder of Medical Mergers Group. I'm Dr. Larry Caskell, and you've been listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thanks for listening.